And welcome to episode two of the Three College Guys in the Studio podcast. Woohoo! Uh, I'm your moderator today. I'm Cameron. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate the uh, tepid applause. <laughs> yeah, so we're back. Um, episode one was fun. Um, we had a good time doing it. And so uh, here's episode two, uh, just for you. Are you guys, have you guys had a good day today? Anything fun happened today? Um, I burned, I work at a Christmas tree farm and we have a bunch of scraps that get left over. And so I spent about six hours burning a large pile of wood. Six hours? And now I have a headache and my face is like radiating heat. <laughs> Probably all that smoke going in your lungs didn't do you any favors? Probably not. Yeah, but it was really hot, and I, f- I don't think I got a sunburn, but I just feel like my whole body's radiating heat, if you know what I mean. Well, Alex over there is sitting right next to him. I hope he doesn't get any radiation from him. <laughs> you said six hours? Yeah. How, mu- how much hours. stuff? I don't really know how to describe how big the pile was. It's probably hard to quantify garbage. I mean, that photo you sent us seemed pretty big. Like that's a pretty massive bonfire. Yeah, actually, that reminds me. I'll stick the I'll stick the photo in the show notes. Uh, I keep forgetting about the show notes, but the I'll show st- notes. Make sure you check them. I'll stick the photo in the show notes so everyone can see the giant. I took a picture right after I started it, and so you can kind of get an idea of how big it was. Um, and you uh were also involved in some uh, wildlife. Uh, you saved some wildlife. I heard as well today. Yes, we did. You what? Yeah. Um we were we were burning the pile and just a little bit after we started it we were trying to get the fire to spread to all the corners of the pile and we heard these like squawking like little birds. And so we started like <laughs> we started turning over a bunch of different branches because they're like they were hidden in the pine needles. So we were trying to find them. And we found one, and we took it and stuck it in a bucket that we had. And then stuck it in a bucket. We could still hear one, so we started like flipping more branches over. And we finally found the other one, and it started taking off towards the flame. So I had to <laughs> run after it and pick it up before it burnt its feathers and wings. But yeah, we it, we ended up saving them, and we tried to get the mother to come back for them, but. It didn't, one of them ended up escaping and I had to track it down. And after about 45 minutes of searching for it, I found it. And so my mom's like, okay, that's it. And we took both of them and she called a wildlife sanctuary in Decatur, which for those of you who aren't from Springfield, it's about 45 minutes away-ish, 30 to 45 minutes. And she drove there and took the two baby birds there because they raise birds up from birds that lost their home or whatever. They raise them up and then release them back in the wild. They do God's work. Yeah. And so 
the other cool thing is they tag them. And so we can like get on and check for like updates on how they're doing because we have their number. And like once they release them, we can like keep track of them, which is kind of neat. So if you have any birds that need saving, some birds that have been pooping all over your car or whatever in your yard and you want to get rid of them, do the humane thing and bring it to the to this uh, bird center. I don't know what it's called, but I know they Just deal. It. It's like the, oh, that's what it is, the raptor center. Not like the raptors from Jurassic Park. But or the like, sports team. That's a disappointment. <laughs> Big Jurassic Park fan here. Yeah. But he's got a pinball machine with Jurassic oh, yeah, Park. It's really cool. But they deal with like big birds too. That's why they're called the Raptors Center. Like from Sesame Street. I'm sorry, I beat you to that, Alex. I saw you <laughs> leaning in there. <laughs> no, like hawks and like vultures, maybe. I I don't know if that's speaking, considered. Speaking of hawks, there's been this hawk that's been circling over our backyard lately. The last few days and it's been in the field behind my house and the other day it was doing circles over the house and we had our cat bow outside and it looked like the hawk because it was getting kind of close to our backyard it looked like the hawk was interested in picking up our cat and probably taking it for a nice feast that is not good i mean i think i've seen stuff where like they'll pick up like little dogs and stuff so keep an eye out for bow i know we have a hawk that like will show up every Christmas in our backyard and take up residence for some reason. So is it just on Christmas day or no, it's just, it's like every winter. It's like a, <laughs> a few weeks around Christmas time. It'll show up and then it'll go away and then it'll come back next year. So happy holidays. Well, I'm glad that you can expect a, another guest for dinner. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, my new job's going pretty good. I work at a library as I said last time on the show, and I'm figuring out where everything goes and everything. Um, I'm having fun um, getting to know my coworkers, one of whom's already a good friend of mine. So it's fun working with him. Um, and yeah, it's fun. Um, all the patrons are, because uh, I've, I've worked midday, and midday on a weekday, that means about the only patrons you're going to get are the retirees. So, How are they? Um, so far, they've been pretty nice. I haven't had That's any unruly ones. Um, I had a phone call on, uh, I believe it was yesterday, and this lady wanted to know if she could renew some stuff. And I looked up her account, and it said that she had a book that was long overdue, like months overdue, and says she owed $30, the total of the book. What? Library fines are expensive. Yeah, and let me tell you, a lot of the people coming in here owe fines, like, Maybe one in three of the people that have tended to have had a fine on their account. So you're telling me it's it's you and me and Eli sitting in this room right now, and there's a good chance that at least one of us owes the library. Yeah, it's you. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. I checked your account earlier. Your account statement says you owe $55.33. That reminds me of that story I shared on my radio show about the... Oh, I can't remember how old how long it was. Oh, but it was a book that was like... That's right. Well over a hundred years. Oh yeah, like checked out or something. They found it in like an attic or something. Yeah, and the fine was like astronomical. <laughs> yeah, uh, after a certain point, they just start charging however much the book cost. So, 
they you cap out probably at thirty dollars usually, at least so, nowadays. So your fine can't be more than the cost of the book. Yeah, usually. I don't know. There might be some very draconian evil library that does otherwise. I was gonna say, what if you get like an encyclopedia or something crazy expensive? Then that was that would suck if you lost it. <laughs> like a five hundred dollar book. Uh-huh. Well, we also give out GoPros, and I'd hate to lose one of those. So or a hotspot, a Wi-Fi hotspot. Yeah, but the fine is expensive on those. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, this old lady that called earlier yesterday that I was talking about, I told her that she had an overdue book. And her voice just, you could tell in her voice that she was very distraught. And she got kind of combative with me. And she was like, what? No, I didn't. And then she kind of started saying stuff like, you know, I might have given it out to someone. And then I was like, okay, we're going to go check. And so we checked. It turned out we had it. So the air was on our part, thankfully. I would hate to have had this lady be upset the rest of her day, probably, about her $30 book. <laughs> that she may or may not have loaned to somebody else. She made it sound like she's very casual about the books that she loans out. So Seems know. dangerous to loan out a book that you're loaning, though. It is. That's a very... I would it's not recommend loan. that. It's a double loan. Uh, I don't know how many of our listeners out there are fans of Chick-fil-A, uh, but they're currently in crisis mode right now. I'm going to have to sit this one out considering I've never been to Chick-fil-A courtesy of my peanut allergy. And boy, are you missing out. I feel bad for you. I know. I feel bad for him as well. I've heard their fries are incredible. Yeah. Speaking I've... of fries, they're the best to dip in the sauce that you that is currently in question. So Chick-fil-A is running they're having a massive sauce shortage because of restaurant industry problems. I'm sorry, a what? A sauce shortage. <laughs> A sauce time. shortage. A sauce shortage. <laughs> sauce shortage. She sells she shells down by the she shore. There's a shell surplus. Shell oil. <laughs> anyway, Eli here has a sister who works there. And at Chick-fil-A, I mean. And we actually went there the other night for dinner. And she happened to be out there outside taking the orders. Um, because they got to have people outside taking the orders because they're always so gosh dang busy because I guess everyone loves them. You know, for the longest time, I didn't understand why people what people saw in Chick-fil-A, but the last couple of years, I've really become a big, I was going to say fan, but I think the more appropriate term would be addict <laughs> of their number two deluxe and fries. It's so good. So good. You're so right. Good. They're always busy. Like, I've never been, but where I go to college, there's one in town. And like there's one in like the local student union and the line at like 11 and 12 o'clock midday is just ridiculously long. You're more of a Whataburger fan though, correct? Absolutely. I love me some Whataburger. Could you say that one more also time? Also known as Whataburger. Whataburger. W-H-A-T-A-B-U-R-G-E-R. Whataburger? <laughs> well, you are a fan of In-N-Out, correct? I am, yeah. Okay, me too. I've never had Whataburger, um, but I do want to go there sometime. I've just been dissuaded by my girlfriend because she apparently had one bad experience there when she was little. And she kind of, her reasoning is if there's in and out, why would you go to Whataburger? So we haven't gone together because we usually eat out together. That's true. I mean, I can relate because I went to this Mexican restaurant 
or some restaurant in New Mexico once and I found a hair in my ranch. So never going back there. So back to the sauce shortage, which actually affected us Saturday. Yeah, Saturday night when we tried to go and they didn't give us any. No sauce in the bag. Calamity. They forgot the ketchup, too. They forgot the cats and the straws, which is fine. But say, yep, we have a sauce shortage. Do they just like not give you any ketchup or sauce? Actually, my sister did tell us that they were running low, but she didn't say that we weren't going to get any. Which, according to her, is the they have someone called Sauce and Straws. That's a position. What? Wow. And you sauce and you straw the bag. And so she came home and I said, we got no sauce and we got no straws. (laughs) Was the sauce and straw person like in the bathroom or on break or something? Having a smoke break. (laughs) (laughs) Because we got neither. And luckily we had some laying around the kitchen that we could eat. But yeah, now it's a national straws that we could eat. Yeah, it's a national shortage. Um, I bet they're getting all kinds of complaints about that. They're, they have like 2,600 locations. About all of them are facing this right now. So um, it's kind of it's serious because their Chick-fil-A sauce, I don't know about any of the others, but I get like the, the self-titled sauce is what I call it. It's pretty dang good, and I can't imagine dipping my fries without it now. But I had to do that the other night, as Eli was alluding to, which was okay because their fries are very good. By the way, we don't get any money from Chick-fil-A. Um, this is not a Hashtag paid sponsorship. Not sponsor. Not sponsor. If you, if you sponsor, want to sponsor us, just give us a call. Um, follow us on Instagram, DM us, all that. Um, Do we know what's causing the shortage? I believe the restaurant industry is just having uh, issues with uh, people showing up to work. I think they have positions unfilled, something like that. So That seems to be a problem across the board because even at our local Chick-fil-A where my sister works, a lot of people have left and they haven't been able to get a lot of people back, which is why they're closing at 8 now instead of 9. In other shortage news, the Cardinals seem to have a shortage of runs. Am I right, Eli? Yes, and I can attest to that because I just went to a Cardinals game uh, like a week ago, right? Like, Yeah, it was... It was my last week I was in St. Louis down at Webster, and May the 6th is when we went, and we ended up getting to see a doubleheader. Yeah, technically it's like one and a half games you got to see. Yeah, I had, unfortunately I had <laughs> class, so I couldn't attend the full first game, but I was able to get there. We got a, a class in pretty good time, so I was able to get there like in the fourth inning, I think, and then my dad, brother, and grandpa showed up like an inning or two later and the first game ended up being pretty good you're they, lucky you saw that first half of the first or second <laughs> half of the first game because that second game was not Ooh, good mama. at all uh they ended up losing two to seven and there's hardly any runs scored for the cardinals and it was a lot of sitting back and watching home runs fly over our heads from the other team Oh, that sounds very sad to be a Cardinals fan on that day. Which, yeah, which reminds me of being a Cardinals fan multiple times, but 
specifically when we went to a Cubs game. Oh, yes, back in 2019. Hey, remember when we went to the Cubs game? I do remember that. Yeah, for your birthday two years ago, right? Yeah, when I spent a crap ton of money on our tickets and the game was awful. It was awful for you. The Cubs fan over here, it was great for me. I still think it was super funny because we got on TV at one point right after the Cardinals scored a run and Cameron's dad sent us photos. <laughs> In the yeah. photos, you can see Eli and I standing up and cheering because we're both Cardinals fans and you got Cameron sitting there next to us. I got a smirk on my face. Rose, and he's looking so depressed. Yeah. But I think the Cubs, I think they won that game, didn't they? Probably. They did. Sure, yeah, probably. They won. I believe it was two to one was the final score. It was it was pretty close. It was boring. It was, it was d- so yeah. boring. There was hardly any hardly any action. Any action. Very few runs. I just sat there with my giant Cardinals hat that everyone likes to poke fun of me for. Your two best he's, friends. He's got the Fredbird Fedora, folks. You heard it from me. <laughs> it takes up it's maybe about two it's about a foot tall. Something yeah, like that's, that's, that's massive. correct. It it's huge. Hat. So the people that sit behind Eli, I feel sorry for them. <laughs> and they actually asked me to take it off. I think at one point we sat in front of these. I remember the people we sat in front of. They were these weird. They were almost f- discussing philosophy and world politics the whole game. I remember them discussing the situation in Ukraine and whatnot, and. It felt like we were at a baseball game, and everyone around us was like these these college professors. <laughs> they felt so out of place. It was weird. You guys remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, roughly that, and you know the random drunk people that are that populate the yeah, stadium, as is custom at Bush and everywhere else. Maybe not drunk, but at least a little tipsy. Too a little too many drinks. Let me tell you, I get worried every time I use the restroom there, especially by the end of the night. I get worried when I go up to the can. I I feel like I'm about to get sprayed by some drunkard. So it doesn't, they can't aim because he's too off his gourd. Hasn't happened yet, but it's happened to my dad. That's happened to my dad. What really? Yep, he's got peed on. Someone's peed on his foot. He was using the. Uh, my dad drives a city bus. He was using the. Um, they have the small, narrow bathroom downstairs, or not, excuse me, downtown, and it's kind of open. There's a weird, it's kind of open. It's weird. There's some guy outside, <laughs> or excuse me, my dad went outside. The guy went in to pee. The guy misaimed, I guess. My dad ended up with pee, even though he was outside. Yeah, not making that up. My dad was very upset. Um, luckily he was almost off work, so he didn't have to just stand and piss. I kind of wish I hadn't known that. <laughs> That's really disgusting. <laughs> You're going to make us lose listeners, bud. <laughs> we'll see if this one makes the cutting room floor. Well, I remember one time we were at, uh, Cardinals Royals, maybe. And the Cardinals lost. And I think Cameron still has the iconic video of Eli getting mad and throwing his hat everywhere. Eli gets violent when the Cardinals lose. I mean, um, we're very energetic and passionate, man. That Alex, as a Cubs fan, you wouldn't understand. Oh, I understand. <laughs> but Eli uses his Fredbird hat that we were talking about earlier. <laughs> if the Cardinals are winning, it stays on his head. If they're that losing, hat, no, that Fredbird hat has like little foam, like plumes, like I guess, coming out of the top. Yeah, 
So it gets pretty dangerous. Yeah, good thing they're not sharp, you know, because Eli likes to take it off his head and bang it. He'll bang it against his leg. Sometimes he'll even when he's feeling really salty, he'll bang it against the seat. I've seen him do it. Um, that that was a couple of years ago. A moment to defend yourself. I've grown since then in my temperament. <laughs> Speaking of which, what did happen the same night as the Cubs game is if we can just reminisce for a minute about how we spent three hours at the baseball game. Or no, we spent like three and a half hours at the baseball game because we actually got to see extra innings, I believe. Yep. And, but even with extra innings, yeah, which was made it even more frustrating. (laughs) The good thing, Eli, the good thing now is like, instead of whacking your Fredbert hat all over the place, you just sent us photos of you looking angry as can be under the Fredbird hat. <laughs> With my sunglasses and my mask on. Yeah. Yep. But not only did we get to see extra innings, which made the game longer, we still t- spent more time in traffic on the way down and back up than we did the entire game. Traffic was horrible, especially the way back. Thing is, was it 44 they were doing construction on? 55. 55. 55. This is 55. For okay, for reference, for those of you who don't uh, live around here, we're from Springfield, Illinois, and then we obviously go to St. Louis to watch the Cardinals play, which is about, hour, about an hour and a half, half to an hour and 45 minutes, depending yeah. on traffic. We spent six hours on the road, I believe. Going down, we got stuck in an accident traffic. Yep. And coming back, we got stuck in construction. And since we were playing the Cubs, there's a lot of crazy people that either, one, drive all the way back to Chicago the same night and get home at, like, 3 in the morning. Imagine doing that. Or they drive, like, two hours and spit and then take get a hotel. So... Both teams' fans are trying to leave <laughs> St. Louis after this game at like eleven thirty or something. And we're going northbound, so and so is everybody else from Chicago. Yep. Yeah, everyone's going the same direction too. And Cardinals fans in Illinois. And there's always construction in St. Louis, which makes it just that much better. They were doing construction, construction last week too. There's construction everywhere. I've well, I've been stuck in construction coming back and forth to school. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. One of the ramps crazy. was closed, and so we were backed up a long ways on the on the highway out of there. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the Cardinals-Cubs game. Mm-hmm. Quite a few memories from that night. Another memory was we were just leaving. We got out of the parking garage. We're on the street outside the parking garage. And we... Uh, <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> we go by. There's this motorcycle. These two well-dressed, a well-dressed man and a woman. Man in a tux. Woman in this, like, white gown. And they're just cruising on this motorcycle. Just was it a sight. motorcycle or one of those electric scooters? It might have been a scooter, but it definitely wasn't a car because we no, saw them. And they were definitely in the middle of the road. Yeah. They just shot off. Amidst all the Cub and Cardinal fan traffic. Oh, you guys remember when we stopped well, at the well, uh no, we stopped at th- and then we stopped at this gas station. The gas station. And it had to be had to be what, at least eleven thirty or so, probably at night. 
If it was probably after midnight. Oh yeah, we got Arby's. This is right after construction. We yeah, were there for like an af- hour just after the construction. An hour in construction to go like five miles or something. <laughs> yeah, so we stopped for food. We stopped for gas at like the gas station on the way home, and like we get in there and the place is packed. It is yeah. just filled at almost with, midnight. Yeah, it's, too. And this is that wasn't a Friday, was it? I think it was like a Thursday or I think Wednesday it was game. midweek. Yeah, some midweek I think it was game. At, yeah, Wednesday, actually. Wednesday, I'm And so sure. it's like after midnight, and we get in there, and this place is packed with, like, high Wasn't schoolers. Like they were high schoolers. Yeah, they were all, like, in their prom clothes. They lo- they were all well-dressed. Yeah. Yep. And it w- at the Arby's. I'm glad <laughs> I didn't want to be from Cheddar. confused. I, I don't even know how that happens. Like, it's midweek. I don't know anybody who hosts prom midweek. <laughs> And it was or, in July. Yeah. I mean, and who who takes their date to the Arby's at, <laughs> at the a gas station? <laughs> I guess that's better than you know Mickey D's value menu. You can only order off the value menu. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. That was quite the experience. It was a good night. Well, that was us reminiscing. I think yeah. with that, we will get on with the rest of the show now. What do you say, guys? Sure. All right, and we'll be right back with more of your favorite three college guys. And we're back. We're going to resurrect one of Eli's most treasured segments from his Osho days. And if you're a devoted Osho listener, I'm sure you know what we're talking about. That would be top 10. One of my favorite segments. One of mine, too. And mine. Unanimous. Fun to listen to and fun to present. Also quite easy to produce, which I'm sure helps. (laughs) Especially during finals week. (laughs) I like the fact that when Eli would do his show, we're all in a group chat together, and Cameron and I would just blow up the group chat. like We'd live chat it. We'd laugh about whatever was the list and whatever was ranked at the various numbers. I remember top 10 fast foods in particular. Oh, you got so mad because Panda wasn't on there? (laughs) Yeah, Panda wasn't. And uh, what was what was number uh, one? Was that Mickey D's? Yeah, because it was overrated. Because it was by uh, revenue. To... It was by revenue. Yeah. Alex here is a big Mickey D's fan, and so I am. He was jumping and jumping for joy. I'm sure. Today we're keeping the food theme. Actually, we're gonna do top ten snack foods. Um, the list that we're gonna use is the top ten selling snacks from Amazon Pantry. Um. So that's the metric we're using. All right, I say we uh, we get it started. Number ten is Pepperidge Farm Goldfish Crackers. Love these. It's the snack that smiles. Phenomenal. Back. Goldfish. <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> Not to promote ourselves, but if you if any of these snack foods would like. To sponsor us, make sure to hit us up in the DMs on our Instagram. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, these are just regular cheddar goldfish, which I assume is the most popular one. Um, they're classic. I mean, they're they taste great. I everyone I know likes them. I don't know anyone that dislikes goldfish. Do you guys? You can't dislike goldfish. Every time I go, I get the big box. That's... Even though I'm only one person. <laughs> Do you eat it in a night? No, I have to I have to force myself to uh 
to unfold the little tab on the top and stick it away. <laughs> very smart. Otherwise, it will turn into dinner. <laughs> They're addicting. They're very addicting. All right. That's number 10 on the list. Um, number nine is Nature Valley Granola Bars Crunchy Oats and Honey. I'm going to have to defer to you guys on this one because I've never had these, so I can't I have an anecdote about taste or like crunch or quality or anything. So. I'm not a big fan of these ones. When I'm, I usually don't get granola bars. When I do, these would be near the bottom. I like the fruit ones, like the ones that, like apple cinnamon. Um, ones like that are like the chocolate ones. These like oat and honey ones where they're they crumble. They crumble very easily. I don't like that about them. I think they're messy. So I'm not a big fan of these. I'm gonna third. I'm gonna second. Well, second and third that I guess. But I do have to say, in defense of everyone who does like these, my brother likes them and he eats like multiple at a time. So just a preference, I guess. So they're like goldfish for him. Basically, <laughs> we we fly through boxes of them. I've noticed that hikers and people that do outdoorsy stuff. They really like these, and they also like one of the upcoming items on the list, and we'll get to that shortly. Coming in at number eight at $7, it is the Frito-Lay Classic Mix Variety Pack, your classic snack for cookouts, baseball games, mm. soccer games, sporting events in general, like kids' sporting events, I guess. Or anytime you have, yeah, these are fun size to cater something. Why don't you tell us the uh, contents of this variety pack? In this variety pack, which includes twenty singles, it is the classic mix. Features the classic Lay's chips, Doritos nacho cheese, Doritos Cool Ranch, Cheetos Crunchy, Sun Chips Original, and Fritos Original. And I'd love to work for uh, Doritos. They got the they got two out of the six spots in this thing. Yeah, they also have six total bags in the whole thing out of the 20. I think in a way, including this is cheap, it is cheating because this is kind of like the Avengers of snack foods. <laughs> you got these, <laughs> That's actually a good way to put it. You know, I mean, like if you look at box office gross, Avengers, you know, Endgame top, topples everything because, you know, you got all these people. These amazing characters all together. And that's just how I feel about this variety pack of chips. And everybody likes different types of chips. And so you can't go wrong with this because everyone's happy. If you're weird, you like the original Sun Chips. Okay, I guess that makes me weird then. I, I was going to go out on a limb here and say that uh, I think the original Lay's are the most overrated snack in this pack. Um, you know, they wouldn't be my go-to Are in that pack. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, we got a fight starting. Uh-oh, right Eli's going to square I up. I love, that's, okay, that's my favorite. Classic followed up by Doritos is my favorite chips in this variety pack. Really? I would take Sun Chips with either Dorito flavor following. My problem with the Lay's. I love the classic potato with the salt. It's just so good. They're good, but I feel like too many of them... And that goes to any of these, but those lays, I feel like I get kind of sicky, sort of, from eating a lot of them. And my fingers get so dang greasy. <laughs> they coat those things in, in oil. 
It's to get you. It's like you're getting gas and you put your hand on the pump. It's for digital detox. They're trying to get you to stay off your phone. Excuse me. <laughs> could you please, uh, could you please define digital detox for uh, the uninitiated? Removing yourself from technology. How's that definition? Going off the grid. Mm-hmm. Lays is <laughs> not sure it's off the that. grid, but it's just not using your phone. Thanks, Lays. <laughs> hey. You're not going to touch your phone when your hands are all greasy. That's true. And the same goes to the Doritos and also the Cheetos. Are you guys a finger licker? When you eat like Cheetos? Finger looking good. (laughs) Just kidding. KFC. Just kidding. I like Popeyes better. Anyway, that's off topic. Ditto. But real quick, what is your favorite chip out of this bag? My favorite? You know, I've kind of started to become a big Fritos fan. I don't know. I would agree with that. I don't know if they're the best, but... I think I've had the other so much that I reach for Fritos nowadays more. But I love original Cheetos as well. It's a good alternative. They're nice and salty. And coming in at number seven, double stoof Oreos. <laughs> I know it's double stuff, but that's an inside joke between us. Stoof. Uh, these are great. Um, you get extra delicious white center filling. That's great. And, uh, you know, honestly, I think I think I prefer original. I feel like the ratio is better. Because some people say that these should be the original and that they should make the stuffed ones twice what these are. So basically quadruple stuff becomes the new double stuff. Basically. Interesting. I'm the biggest Oreo fanatic you yeah, know. He, actually, he's probably the most qualified <laughs> to talk about this. Yeah, go ahead, and, Alex. Uh, I'm going to have to second Cameron's opinion. Oh, wow. I love some Oreos, but I feel like the extra filling is just too much. I like, think the cookie like, part goes under the radar with all that filling. Well, my Yeah, that and the fact that like I always dunk my Oreos in milk and... I, I don't know. I just feel like with the double stuff, like, then there's, like, too much filling, and it doesn't taste as good, like, with the milk. I agree. I don't I don't dip. I dunk, but I don't dip. <laughs> That's good. Okay, follow-up question. Opinions on Oreo Thins and the vanilla version. I do not know anything about Oreo Thins. <laughs> I cannot comment on that. I've also never had them. Uh, but vanilla Oreos are pretty good. I prefer things thick, so I don't know. I like vanilla Oreos, but I don't know a single person who eats them. I eat them, but not very often. Oh, meet your match, Alex. Actually, I'm not. I'm not a huge like. I could go either way, and I, I don't have like one or that's better than the other. I like chocolate and vanilla. Vanilla is okay, but I I'd never go for it. Mm-hmm. I'd never I'd never be my first choice, you know. But it's respectable. I will say that. All right, number six we have Rice Krispies. They're perfect. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> well, you should specify. Uh, you're not talking about the cereal, right? It's the treat bars on this list. It's the treat bars in the original. It's the rectangles. So not like the ones with like chocolate chips or whatever they have, like it, the chocolate chunk. Or these whatever. ones don't come with noise. They don't snap, crackle, and pop. They're just crispy <laughs> with a K. Um, but these are really good. I mean, you can't go wrong. Like anytime you want 
you find like a Rice Krispie treat in your house or like in your bag or in your sofa. It's always a good snack, except maybe when it's been your couch for years. Talk about something else that's addictive. Right. Especially like they make like mini versions of this. Mm-hmm. Like the they're fun like size half, ones. Half the size of these. Right. And what? and I mean I mean you could just like continually <laughs> throw those in your mouth. They're so good. You just throw them back. I they've come out with these um the rainbow do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like the rainbow yeah, I've ones? Seen those. I I might have tried them. I don't remember. Those are my favorite. Um, like rainbow chocolatey drizzle. There's ones that are just chocolate, and those are very good too. Coming in at number five is the Sunshine Cheese It, the original baked snack crackers. Opinions on Cheese It's. Oh, love them. I uh this is a true story. I've never told anyone about this. But I had to go to therapy because I couldn't stop eating these dang snacks. They're so good and they're so addicting. So I'm the odd man out on this one. You don't like Cheez Its? I I think they're actually kind of gross. Gross? I actually don't like them at all. What planet are you on, man? Like, are you insane? Cheez are gross. You, you pref- please don't tell me you prefer cheese nips. No. Okay. I don't like any, like, the only cheese crackers I like are goldfish. Okay. And m- once in a while, we'll buy these for, like, family vacations when we're in the car for long periods of time. And, yeah, not really a fan. Have you had any of the non-original flavors, like white cheddar or... Uh... I don't like any of the non-original flavors, I'll be completely honest. I just think they taste weird. I, my favorite's original. Well, my favorite's the Scrabble Junior ones. The ones that come with letters on them, like letter tiles. Those are, like, those are the original, but more fun. So, those are my preferred. But the white cheddar ones, I think, are amazing. So. I've never tried any of the other ones because I don't like the original, so I haven't tried any of the other ones. Oh, Eli's getting booted off the show next week, so. (laughs) Number four. Mott's unsweetened applesauce. I don't unsweetened. I love applesauce. I don't. I think I usually get the unsweetened, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm trying to think. <laughs> either way, it's good. Applesauce is extremely underrated, especially cold. I like it better cold. It's like, pretty good cold. I usually chilled, eat mine just I mean. normal, but it's pretty good cold too. It's always a good healthy snack to have. Yeah, my favorite. This especially gives me fall vibes. Is the cinnamon applesauce that gives me That's elementary school vibes? True, yeah. That stuff's remember when they used to it, grab it, that and it wouldn't come. Milk I don't think square pizza. <laughs> the square, yeah, and when they like they would scoop it onto your plate, right? It didn't come in a I container. So. I think you're right. I think you like we went to school. you. Got like a ladle and then you like laid. Oh, I just hit the mic stand. You like ladled it onto your plate. <laughs> the lunch lady. Yeah. Or like the self. Wasn't it at the end of the line? Remember you like you went through and the I lunch lady the handed you end. and then you they had like fruits and extra vegetables at the end that were like self serve. 
I don't know. It's been this so long. This has been long. a while now. It's so been way too long. We're too old. That. We were very old. Um, but another underrated fact about little applesauce containers is you don't have to worry about like juice spilling on you like you do with like fruit cups. Yeah, and I think we'll uh we'll be talking about that later in the show actually. <laughs> There's a little sneak preview. Yeah. A promo. All right. Uh number 3 we have Quaker Chewy Granola Bars variety value pack for $4. These so earlier we had those crumbly oats and honey. These are way trash. better. These the, are way better. These are edible. These are these come with s'mores, peanut butter chocolate chip, and dark chocolate chunk. All those are great, I think. I, I love the s'mores get one. these all the time. I really only get the chocolate chunk one, I think, because that's like the one I like the, the most. The dark chocolate or the regular? Uh, Dark chocolate. And I love eating those. Because I, I, I'd rather have it be chewier. Like, yeah, me know. too. But again, I also can't. I don't know what crunchy tastes like because I've never had like the nature balance. Crunch, it can hurt your teeth. It's yeah, my too teeth hard. are precious. You're telling me you don't eat the peanut butter chocolate chip ones? No, those I've tried eating those didn't go so well. Yeah, I think it's tongue. Just kidding. Yeah, we buy these all the time. They're really easy snacks for the morning, like if you just want a quick breakfast. Um, so yeah. Well, coming in at number two. I'm going to let Alex take this one because I think he's the most qualified to talk about this. You want to give us number two, Alex? I would. <laughs> yummy, yummy in my tummy. Ritz cracker sandwiches. Peanut butter. Mm. Mm. It'll stick to the roof of your mouth. Mm. One touch of it and I'll be dead. With your Yum. swollen tongue. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, Ritz are good. Peanut butter for me is not because it's lethal. Uh so I don't know. I mean, what's I don't even know what peanut butter tastes like. It's better than sun butter, though, right? Sun butter. I, I mean, sun butter's disgusting. So I'm gonna have to say yes. I didn't know what sun butter was before I met you. Be glad. Be glad you didn't. Yeah. Me neither. But I will comment on these. I actually bought some of these when I was down in St. Louis, and I never finished the package. Hmm. I ate like two sleeves of them, and then it was just never something that I went back to. The something you got tired of. It was like they're good, but they're like they're good, but not good enough to pass up other stuff. I guess. I could see how eating a lot of peanut butter could kind of make you tired of peanut butter as well, because it it sticks to the roof of your mouth, and you have to like chew a lot and I don't know it's just one of those things so is it kind of like you just get burnt out on it almost yeah you just I don't know I just I know some people that could I know some people that could go through all six sleeves or whatever like Alex raises his <laughs> in hand. an hour but I ate like one sleeve and I was like nah, I'm good I think part of it is, too, is sometimes you get unlucky and you get ones that taste kind of stale. I've had that happen before. Um, See, that's part of my problem with Cheez-Its, too. Like, not to knock them or anything, but sometimes I'll get a Cheez-It that's, like, burnt or something. They are burnt sometimes. But going off of what Eli said, you want to talk about eating all six sleeves at once, that's me with a package of Oreos. 
Yeah, we can attest to that, <laughs> We've right? We've seen Cameron? him do it. <laughs> All right, bringing us home, number one. I've actually never had this, to be honest. I was very surprised to see this was number one to BH. It is Smart Food Popcorn, a variety pack that consists of white cheddar, the kettle corn variety, and the movie theater butter variety. I think I've tried white cheddar once, yep. and I did not like it. But I'm after looking at this, I'm kind of curious to try the other two. I've only had white cheddar as well. I, we've, we've bought the big bags of it. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think the white cheddar is very good. Um, it, you know, white cheddar, anything. I mean, che- cheese, it's Cheetos, white cheddar, Cheetos. I don't know. I've also only had white cheddar because I feel like that's the only one I've ever seen in stores anywhere. You probably get stuck in your braces, right? Back when I had braces, I could not have you popcorn. You couldn't eat popcorn. Bad, Must be a joyless like, existence for you. But I mean, I'm a big fan of movie theater butter popcorn, like the microwavable kind. And of course, like the actual movie theater butter. Um, but so I definitely I kind of want to try the Smart Food movie theater brand, which, like, not to reminisce more, but like, one of our last memories pre COVID was when we went to see Knives Out at the movie theater, and I remember eating like a ton of popcorn with y'all. That was fun. Now I'm sad that we can't go back to the movie theater. I was not there. Speaking, yes, you were you really not there. Oh well, sorry, but you missed you out. And my brother. Oh well, I you saw Knives Out. <laughs> With my girlfriend. Where, you're still in Arizona at that point, I think. Yeah, we saw that right before I came back home for winter break. So December of 2019. Yeah. Was not the last movie I saw in theaters. Last movie I saw in theaters was, um, oh, I went to the drive-in, like, right. That was in April, so that was during COVID, actually. Yeah. All right. I'm going to kick us off with our personal top three. And coming in at my number three is probably going to have to be, this is a tough one. It is. It's like picking children. I'm going to say the Chewy Granola Bars coming in at number three. Okay. They, I, I have like a big box of them. And the thing that I like about them is it's a quick snack and it does fill you up. And you can take like three of them. You eat like three of those, and it's enough to like tide you over till a meal if you're like in between meals. So that's my reason for number three. Number two, Rice Krispie treats. These are great, and I could just eat these all day. Mm. They're so good. And then, if I haven't alluded to it already, my number one is goldfish. Mm. I, dude, I pop open the big box. And I just keep pouring it in my hand and just shoveling it in my mouth. They're so good. I have to force myself to stop. So good. So good. All right, Alex. Oh, wait. I need to do my... uh... Yeah, what's your bottom? What's my bottom? Your least favorite. I'm kind of scared. I'm going to have to go with Nature Valley granola bars. Okay. I was worried you were going to pick Cheez-Its. No. I can handle Cheez-Its. But they're definitely not my favorite. These That's gonna be these granola too. bars, I I can't I can't stand them. Co-signed. Uh, my bottom one is peanut butter crackers from Red. 
obviously that's just based on the fact that I literally cannot attest to anything about them because I can't have them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, top three, I'm also going to have to put Quaker Granola Bars number three because like Eli said, they're really good. They're nice and chewy and they're a good breakfast food or a quick snack. Uh, number two, I went ahead and said Mott's Applesauce. Also a very good snack that I really enjoy. I think that's an underrated pick. It is very underrated. And number one, I'm going to have to say it's an empate, a tie. Uh, Cheez-Its and um, I forgot what it's a tie with. Oreos, right? Oreos, I'm assuming. No, no. What? what? Rice Krispie Oreos didn't make... Rice Krispie treats. You're full of it. I am not. Oreos I didn't make that. Are you just trying of, to get a reaction out of no, us, Alex? No, I am that big of not a fan of double stuff Oreos. Oh. oh, you heard it here, folks. The original or nothing. The, or- the OG. The guy, the guy that always wants Oreos. Whenever we go to, to whenever, each other's house. Whenever he comes to my house. Do you have any Oreos, Cameron? <laughs> I haven't said that in years. He's not on the list. Do you have any folks. Oreo fluff, Cameron? He's Oreo finished, fluff. He's Oreo fluff. finished my Oreos. Oreo fluff is the bomb. Yeah. All right. That's respectable. He's sticking to his uh, his original. I guess, well, my bottom, I already said it. It's the Nature Valley blah, blah, blah. What were they called? I don't even know. The <laughs> granola bars. The crunchy things. For Those reference, crunchy things that just get all over the place. Nature Valley is also my number nine, so it's second from the last. Well, we all don't like that. I mean, I, I still can't attest because I've also never had it, but the general <laughs> consensus seems to be that they're not the best. Yeah, just the texture, I think, for me. All right, I think my uh, number three would have to be Goldfish. Uh, they're classic. They're just, yeah. Like Eli, you know, you can't stop eating them. I'm um, yep. that way, too. They're too good. And I like some of the other flavors, like pizza. Actually, it's pretty good. Um, but I like extra cheddar. Don't they have I like a rainbow flavor? Something. I think like there the might red be. red ones or whatever? I don't know if I've oh, ever had a red I actually goldfish. don't like those. I'm not a fan uh, of them. Oh, I've had hot ones, which is probably not the rainbow ones, but... I've had hot red ones, I think. I've had red ones, and I did not like them as much. My number two would have to be Cheez-Its. Because for much Ooh. the same reason as for much the same reason as uh Goldfish. They're cheesy. One more he likes do I his have cheese. <laughs> One more do I have to say. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> All right. Number one. I gotta go with the Frito Lay Classic Mixed Variety Pack. I know it's cheating. That's respectable. Yeah. It's I, I almost that almost made my list. I think the variety, I mean it's in the name variety pack. You get so much bang for your freaking buck. You get 20 bags of six different chips and I think they're all good, even the original sun chips which I don't like just because I compare them with Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips which are the bomb.com. Original are so plain. But I like all those. So, that's yeah, my list. That's that is a steal of a deal. And it's it's such a brings back so many memories from cookouts and other stuff yeah or maybe someone like celebrating their birthday in class and i feel like that that those and cupcakes were popular huge choice yeah yeah all right our next segment 60 second soapbox we'll be right back 
And we're back. Woohoo. Back in the house with the that boys. Was very aggressive, Cameron. We're the boys and we're in the house and we're about to bring you 60 second soapbox. So, 60 second soapbox, what is it? Well, we each get 60 seconds to rant about a certain topic of our choosing. It can be anything, no matter how big or how small, but they'll probably be very trivial things. <laughs> I'm assuming. It makes it more funny that way. Yeah. Well, funnier, sorry. Not more funny. Makes it funnier. Funnier. I'm going to go first with mine. All right. Tell me when you're ready. Got the timer all synced up there. Yep. Time man. I'm, I'm the time man for this one. We're not kidding. These are actually 60 seconds. And when the timer goes off, you have to stop. So <laughs> you better get as much out as you want to in your 60 seconds. Them's 60 the rules. seconds, no more, no less. Tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. Three, two, <laughs> one, go. Dole, you can do better. When I grab one of your delicious cherry mixed fruit cups or your mandarin orange bowls for my vitamin C intake, I'm not in the mood to go to the sink and slowly, deliberately open your packaging over the safety of my sink basin. That's yeah, that's what exactly what I have to do because you pack them full to the brim with your delicious scrumptious fruit juice and it just shoots out like a geyser. When I peel that lid, Old Faithful, your fruit cups are not. I can't count the number of times I've been in the splash zone for one of your products. Yet every time I let my guard down thinking, oh, this time I'll be careful. I'll open it slowly. No matter how leisurely I go about it, it doesn't matter. I got to squeeze that cup and I have to pull like I'm on the losing side of a tug of war match. And then inevitably, I have to change my shirt. Yours is a snack made for on the go, but I can't enjoy it unless I've laid down a towel and put on a rain jacket. I can't imagine trying to eat one of your cups in the car or anywhere around people because they're in imminent danger. Up out of time. And that, my friends, is I've been burned. applesauce is my number two <laughs> because they don't stuff their cups full of juices. Anyway, I'm also not ranting about Dole because... Cameron's like obsessed with them and he gets super angry. It's not just Dole. It's also it's the all fruit cups. It's, it's also those freaks at Del Monte. Del Monte has the same problem. May I know I, this is overtime, but may, may this I is a new it. rant. This is rant number two. Del Monte, I saw your Twitter hey, your, earlier. Hey, your timer's your Twitter, up, buddy. You know you're doing something wrong. Can your it. Twitter had a tip on how to open it without spilling. You, did you know. Follow, did you follow the tip? I did. And guess what? It didn't work. <laughs> I got fruit juice everywhere. Just like happens every time. May I add that you did a phenomenal job at reading that off that quickly. What? That was unscripted. <laughs> you did a great job at staying in the timeline. Thank well, you. Well, except for your little Del Monte rant, but there was a little more that I had to end. Card cut off, I mean. Anyway. All right, Alex, you're up on the soapbox. What do you got? I'm going to talk about bad drivers. Because <laughs> this is extremely aggravating. And it happens to me every time. You ready? Preparados? Listos? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So bad drivers just make me crazy. I'm not really trying to be like, oh, I'm so much a better driver than everybody else. But at least I have the common courtesy to use my blinkers and not cut people off. Like... And I don't go like 30 miles above, above the speed limit. <laughs> I just, I don't get it. Because people will go flying down the road. I went, oh, I was going to the, uh, up north to see my girlfriend the other day. 
And on this road, the speed limit's 35 over the bridge. This dude was going at least 60. And I was like, are you kidding me? It's 60 miles an hour <laughs> when the speed limit's 35. And then I got stuck in construction, and some dude tried to cut past me and cut me off so he could get in front of me and start into construction. And I was, you know, I was like, no, you're not going to do that. So, like, I just wedged myself in between the car in front of me so he couldn't do that. And that made me mad. And then it's just everybody doesn't use their turn signals, and then they cut me off. And I just get so frustrated, man. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. If everyone else is a bad driver, if everyone else is a bad driver, maybe you're the bad driver. Just use your turn signals and don't speed and don't cut people off when you're trying to merge in front of them in the construction zone. And also don't flip me off when I'm moving over to let somebody else in when we're also in a construction zone. I'm not trying to cut you off. I'm trying to be a decent human and let people move over so they don't have to crash into those orange cones. <laughs> I have to say, I agree with you on the construction. That drives me nuts. When people try to speed all the way to the end and then get over, drives me nuts. Yeah. And they know they have to move over they because the signs it. always go up at least at least yeah. a mile before. Exactly. And then they're always like, oh, no, let me just gun it and go up ahead. Although shout out to the semi drivers who will like put their truck in like both lanes. Like will they put the <laughs> truck like in the middle of the in the middle of the stripes so that people can't do that. Love when that happens. All right. Should I take us home with 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 our sixty second soapbox? After you, my liege. All right, this probably is not a topic that anybody saw coming. But here we go. What is up with wood prices? <laughs> I went to the store the other day. Okay, I'm building a, a small cart to set my router table on. I go to Menards. Want to guess how how much up? Just okay. I, I need much? four two by fours. I need two ten footers and two eight footers. I go in the store and I look and I see the eight footers. Twelve dollars for one board. This is triple the price that it was in 2019. I spent $50 on four boards to just build a simple cart for my router table. And everything's expensive. All the wood is expensive. It's It makes it impossible to build anything. Everything that I want to build, I have to go to Menards and get wood, and everything's crazy expensive. And I don't know why it's so expensive, and I don't know how they're building houses right now when a 2 by 4 costs $12. Is there a wood shortage going on right now? I don't think Have so. Have we ran out of trees yet? I think I've heard stuff about why the prices. It's manufacturing, I think. Yeah. It, it gets caught up in the milling process because of COVID and the limited amount of workers. Everyone's got their hands out. And so, the milling industry. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed us <laughs> talking to. Getting on our soapbox about... I feel so much better. <laughs> I know, Do you feel better? <laughs> I feel yeah, like I can I breathe say, again. I know. I have a weight off my shoulders now. It's funny because he actually ranted uh, during the uh, pre-show portion as well about bad drivers. So yep. th this was like a rerun almost. It's a common theme. <laughs> it is me. a common theme. It's very common with him. We always run into people that mm -hmm. are doing crazy things on the road. Or the people who roll through the stop signs too and then don't break until like they're like already in the road. Like, you see I'm coming. Why don't you stop? That stop freaks sign? me out. 
when, yeah. they, when they look like they're just barreling through. Yeah, they and stop I had somebody that almost second. ran into me last week or a couple weeks ago when I was going to get pizza. Let me guess, you were driving down Hilltop. No. Oh. I was in Oklahoma. Oh. And I was turning left and I had the green arrow to go to the left. And somebody who was stopped at the red light across from me started going. So I had to slam on my brakes in the middle of the intersection so they didn't run into me. And I was just like, you see, I'm going. Why Why are you going? You don't have the green light. People are just, they don't think ahead. They don't stop when, they don't stop early enough. They don't get over when there's construction ending their lane. I think we've all learned a lesson that Dole and Del Monte need to put less juice in their cups. Or just tone down the pressure. You just need less pressure. Anyway, drivers need to more, drive better. Give us more fruit in our fruit cups. More no, fruit. there should don't put anything else in that cup. <laughs> Take something out. I'm saying fruit. make bigger fruit cups. Yeah, make them bigger. Keep the stuff the same size. Give me a bigger lip. Make the cup bigger. Drivers need to drive better, and wood prices really need to go down. Have you tried Lowe's? It's the same everywhere. Ah. Because theoretically, they all come from the same place still. Why couldn't you have just used all your Christmas tree pine scraps that you decided to burn? Because then I would have to mill it all down. And it's pine, which is a soft wood. I needed hardwood. Hey, if you become a miller, then you don't have to worry about the milling industry. You can be your own entrepreneur. Yeah, I just need a $2,000 grant really quick. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, we'll be right back. Well, we're going to round our show off today with a segment called Mad Libs, which I'm sure everyone out there is familiar with. I hope it's a really funny one. I hope so, too. If you don't know what a Mad Lib is, um, basically, you're prompted to give a a, a type of word, and then um, you see a story at the end consisting of your words, and you laugh at the absurdity of said story. So here's the choices today, fellas. Car complaints, graduation, infected, life of milk, and making dinner. We definitely got to do graduation. We also should not do infected because that still feels a little on the nose considering we're still in the COVID pandemic. Woo, no more masks. If you're fully vaccinated. Correct. And only then and still wear your mask in certain situations. All right, fellas. Give me an adjective. Hot. Hot. Give me a degree type. This is for graduation, by the way. We can we can, we can make up wig and makeup major. <laughs> wig and makeup. Wig and makeup. <laughs> Inside jokes are so fun when they're going out to people with no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Give me a friend or family member. Casey Cat. <laughs> I have <laughs> no idea. Give me an appliance. Oven. Because our oven just broke. You still haven't fixed that yet? I hope it's no, not we're still expensive. waiting on parts. Oh, knock oh. on wood. Give me a verb. Sprang. Sprang. <laughs> Do you need past tense? Will past tense work? Uh, it does if not so, specify. You're an, you're an English major. You know the present tense or future tense. I already submitted sprang, so we'll see how it goes. Oh, boy. A noun. 
potato soup. Uh, semi truck. Okay. Someone you dislike. Bad drivers. <laughs> I was gonna say someone on the Cardinals. Negative emotion. Happiness. Uh, let's go sorrow. Sorrow. I like that word. Adjective. How about we finish this up with, um, solemn. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means, but okay. I was going to say conniving. Okay. We can do conniving. That is an adjective, right? Oh, someone you like. There's one more. Someone you like. Harrison Bader. Are right, you guys ready to hear a story? Please yeah. indulge us with this wonderful story. So funny. I did it. I finally did it. After all the hot work and late nights, I finally finished my wig and makeup major. <laughs> Casey Cat is going to be so proud of me. I can't wait to tell them. I grab my <laughs> I grab my oven and start to spring. I haven't even entered the first three semi truck. When my phone rings, it's <laughs> it's Dean Bad Drivers, and they claim I cheated in the final exam. I am sorrow. <laughs> How can they make such wild accusations without any proof? How dare they say that after all my conniving work and dedication that I would cheat at the final hurdle? I need to speak to Harrison Bader. I'm sure they'll know what to do. Oh, that was wonderful. <laughs> that is amazing. All right. Another one? Yeah. Let's yes. Let's wrap it up with one yeah, more. I'm going over to Alex to do the final round. Okay. Let's do making dinner. Okay. Friend's name. Big Z. Type of food. Type of food. Ramen. Chow mein. <laughs> Social event. A bris. What? What? <laughs> what is a bris? Oh, okay. Do funeral. We could talk about it after the show. Recipe ingredient. Recipe ingredient. Cinnamon. Recipe ingredient. Uh, daffodil stems. Making potions. Recipe ingredient. <laughs> it's your turn, Eli. Uh, it ch chopped liver. Grass. <laughs> grass. <laughs> <laughs> and not not the drug, the thing that grows in your yard. Mm, some chopped ganja, man. Recipe ingredient. Um, Sierra Mist. <laughs> Recipe ingredient. <laughs> Ink pen oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is a pretty toxic dinner. Type of food. Cream cheese. 
<laughs> Noun. Priest. <laughs> Noun. GameCube SIM card. <laughs> We're getting specific here on three college guys. Verb. Um. Skulk. Skulk. <laughs> Noun. Battery acid. And I probably just got spit all over the mic. My friend Big Z and I went to the shops today. We needed to get ingredients for a chow mein that we wanted to take to a funeral. (laughs) (laughs) We bought cinnamon, (laughs) daffodil stems, and chopped grass. Mm. (laughs) But unfortunately did not manage to find Sierra Mist. (laughs) We decided to replace it with ink pen oil. To create the ultimate cream cheese. But once our creation was complete, we realized that the priest was not ready. We hurriedly, we hurriedly fetched the GameCube SIM card and attempted to destroy our creation, but it was too late. All we could do was skulk and let the battery acid happen. That was the best one. Oh, that was great. Amazing. Love this game. All right. Well, is that going to wrap things up? We're wrapping our show up. On that note, that is episode two of the Oshkosh. (laughs) 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 Thank you, bud. (laughs) Episode two of Three College Guys in the Studio is coming to an end. Thank you, listeners out there. Um, We appreciate your support. and we hope you enjoy the show. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. We're college guys. We're college guys. In the studio.